Three T Row in the morning show live from Arlington today. We are one hour away now from the start of the 2023 Big 12 baseball tournament. TCU and Kansas State coming up at 9 a.m. We got Bedlam around five at four o'clock today, and we are thrilled to be joined now by the head coach of the Sooners on game day, Skip Johnson. Good morning, Coach. What's going on? How are you, sir? Doing great. Good. Good, good. Uh, here we go. Big 12 tournament today, Coach. You feel like your team's ready to roll? Uh, yeah, I think so, for sure. There ain't no doubt about that. I think they're ready to go. They had a lot of energy yesterday during BP. Um, if that's any, any, any indication. Do you feel like uh, you certainly have won a lot of games in this building, including this tournament last year? Do you feel some good vibes when you walk into Globe Life Field? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of memories. That's for sure. I think the kids are uh, fired up. I think they kind of get it, too. You had a decision to make at starting pitcher today. Looks like it's going to be Carson Atwood. Tell us about that decision process. Uh, just not to let go, Braden go on short day's rest. You know that tomorrow is just as important as today. And uh, uh, making sure he, he's going to throw on short rest. Not short, short rest, which is a four-day versus a five-day. And so uh, doing that, I think it's better fitted for our team. Uh, trying to piece this together, I don't. I mean, I don't, you have to go through. To, uh, we sat down as a staff and went through the whole game itself. I mean, if, it, if we're just to go through the whole game and everything works out the same, then it looks good, but uh, you just never know. Any consideration for, uh, you know, Braxton Douthat is normally your first guy out? No, he threw a short day's rest last week, and he hadn't been good last two or three outings that we've done that. And so there's no reason to try to do that. I mean, we've already experienced that once. I mean, uh, uh, you keep doing the same thing over and over and over, and it's not working. It's not a good thing. Carson Atwood was in this exact same role for you last year. I assume maybe that was part of the reasoning as well, right? This is a comfortable position yeah, I mean, for him. He, he, that's right. He's experienced it before. It's not something that he hadn't experienced. So, uh, uh, you know, we try to put him in situations they've experienced. And I think that was the best thing going forward looking at it is, you know, it's just it's one of those things that you have to do this time of year. I don't, I'm not asking you to speak in specifics here, but just in gener- generalities, this is the fifth time you've seen Oklahoma State. 
this year. Obviously, they've got a, a, a really good lineup, and they are hot right now. How do you go about trying to slow these guys down at, at Wood and Friends today? Well, there's no doubt about pitching's all about timing, and you got to try to disrupt their timing as much as possible. So, I mean, it, they're they're good, and uh, um, and I mean, they are hot right now, and they're big and they're strong, and they're uh, they're older. Uh, there's a lot of things that they do, a lot of a lot of good things, and uh, you just got to make sure you play baseball and play defense. You got to get your outs on time, and you got to get ahead, and uh, you got to. You know, you got to take it one pitch at a time. I mean, it's that's the thing. You I mean you can't just go out there and, and not be present. You got to be present you, to beat a good team. You got to be present, and you got to make plays that sometimes you normally don't make. How do you feel about the format of uh, these postseason tournaments? Do you do you like the way it is, or would you change anything? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, this is just like Omaha. Our tournament is exactly like Omaha. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you got two, you, you got two sides of the bracket. You got to win your bracket, and you play a championship series. Except you don't get to play a championship series uh, uh, at the end of this deal. You you win or you lose. Like last year, we were undefeated. The other team that we were playing had one loss. I think there are some coaches that probably you know they're comfortably in the field. That's why they feel this way. They feel like this, like a tournament that can be this long and you can play up to six games, I believe, is hard on a pitching staff going into the NCAA tournament. So there are some you know that feel like maybe a single elimination is, is better. I love it the yeah, way it is. What? It sounds like you do too. You know what's hard on a pitching staff, Toby? What's that? 11.7 scholarships. Right. <laughs> so What do you, what I mean, do you mean by that? The world we live in. Huh? What do you mean by that? Well, you know, I mean, you have 11.7 scholarships to divide between 32 players. And so, I mean, you're not talking about something that, I mean, a, a, a pitcher, if they're a starting pitcher, it's once every five or six days, you know, seven days in college baseball. Once every a reliever's one, one day on, one day off, one day on, you can go back-to-back days if you throw – Less pitches. It's hard to go three days in a row. That's why you see. That's why you see the arm injuries you do, and you see the ERAs the way they are. I mean, because you have a lot of guys on very minimal scholarships. If they had more, if they were on full rides, it would be different, though. Oh, absolutely. Why is that? Because you'd have more guys. Oh, I see. If you had more scholarships to spread around, you could have a bigger roster, which oh, means yeah. you would you I wouldn't mean, have our, to use guys as often. Absolutely, I got you. I got you. Uh, I mean, you look at you you look at the uh, you look at what we've uh, done in baseball, and uh, uh, it's pretty amazing how we've navigated it. It's pretty awesome, actually. Is there any? push out there i mean realistic talk about expanding the scholarship total for college baseball yeah uh uh-huh that's one thing that joe c our athletic director wants to do more than anything what's the number being thrown around i have no clue Mm -hmm. i think i mean you just don't know i mean just have to get down 
dissect it. We're we're uh, uh, going with different recruiting rules and different, you know, all the things that go into into baseball. Um, and uh, I think the biggest thing that we've got to continue to do is to continue to help our product. Uh, uh, the things, you know, having more coaches and having big, you know, scholarships. They, we we did go from twenty seven to thirty two guys that could be on scholarship. Right, which is you, incredible. You, you can know? have more guys on your roster now, but you don't have more scholarships yeah. to spread around. That's right. Yeah, that doesn't make I mean, a lot of sense. Hey, when we go into postseason next week, it cuts down to twenty seven guys. But what are you at this weekend? Thirty or thirty two? Yeah, thirty. Mm-hmm. Thirty. So okay. it cuts down to twenty seven guys. So. But also, you're going into a 14 tournament versus an 18 tournament. Right. How do you feel like the new rules worked out this year? I know you're not a fan of them, especially the pitch clock. But now that we've had a season under it all, what's your evaluation of how it all went? No, I've never, never not been a, a fan of it. I've never – I think the biggest thing – I think it does speed the game up. My whole point of it is – it's you can't reset pitches. That's my point. It's it's hard to anything that you rush into, you're gonna fail. Anything you're gonna get sped up in, you're gonna get, you're gonna fail. There's no reason to speed the game up and speed something up when you can slow it down. And I get I get that probably needs to be a president on certain things within it. But, uh, uh, I mean, it's gone good. I mean, the games have been faster. Maybe uh, uh, um, I want to say Oklahoma State actually did a deal. I was watching a game, and they, uh, I think it was maybe 12 minutes. The games were 12 to 21 minutes faster on the average. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what ours would have been. You know, um, you, you use wood bats, and I promise you those games are going to speed up 30 to 45 minutes. Where, are, where is every one of those kids trying to be, uh, play? They're all wanting to sign and play in a wood bat league, right? Yeah, major leagues. Yeah, well, they they grow up from 12 to 13 to 14 year old, and all the guys recruiting are wood bats. You go to a wood bat league, I promise you it'll speed up. And the reasoning for that is it's harder to get hits, so the game, so the there'll be less offense, and thus the games will yeah. go faster. Yeah, the absolutely. The sweet spot on a wood bat is about as big as your index finger. The sweet totally spot on a uh, the sweet spot on an aluminum bat is two fists. So lower scoring, faster played games because there's less offense. Absolutely. Yeah. Any talk of that being a reality? No. No. Okay. <laughs> that'd be that'd be that'd be that'd be too. I mean, it'd be too smart. Too logical. Well, I mean, yeah. what I've always heard in the past is it's, it's cost preventative, but I don't know. You would know better than me whether that's a logical excuse or not. No. No. Yeah. I mean, they're going through bats now, Dale. Aluminum bats are three, three to five hundred dollars. They're at alarming rate when they don't test. When they don't test right, or they bend. Um, where do you feel like you are right now, Coach, NCAA tournament-wise? What do you need to do this week? Well, I think you gotta, we have to win one or two games. It depends on what the automatic bids are. I mean, uh, um, I, 
think if we were to start today, we'd be in. Uh, but, you know, that's just, you never know what those guys are thinking. Uh, you know, I think our, I think, why are we, why are we playing, uh, the toughest schedule we're playing? I mean, it's a, it's a that's, that's the thing. The RPI is, is a big deal. And, uh, uh, I think we got to win one or two games and I think we'll be in. I agree with you. I, I look at the metrics and I wonder, and maybe some of these uh, projections out there don't, you know, they aren't right. Maybe the committee sees it differently than they do. But I look at all your metrics, your RPI, your strength of schedule, uh, your road wins, all those kinds of things, and I think, why are they even close to the bubble compared to some of these other teams? But um, Because of our conference record. That's why yeah, our conference record wasn't, be wasn't good. But we also didn't play – with two of our guys during our conference record, too. You know, it's the, that's the thing that people don't really realize. No, and they should. And that's something that supposedly the committee's supposed to take into factor is you're talking about Dakota, especially. Yeah, um, and Easton. And Easton, yeah. During that stretch in the middle of conference play where you didn't play your best, they weren't in the lineup, and now obviously they're back and healthy. And so hopefully it'll be in two consideration. Of our, two of our – Two of our worst losses, uh, which is five games, we didn't have Easton and or um, and or Dakota. You talking about K State and Baylor? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Coach. Last question. We'll get you out of here. Keys to playing well this week, not just today, but what do you got to do to to get hot and make a run like you did last year? Throw strikes, have competitive at bats, and be present. simple as that there you go we'll see if they can get it done starting at four o'clock today when i lay down to go to bed we can throw (laughs) strikes be competitive be present we'll see if uh we'll see if prayers are answered starting at four o'clock today coach we appreciate it and i will uh i'll see you over at the ballpark here in a little bit yes sir thank you thank you skip A, a wide ranging conversation there with uh, Skip Johnson. Be present. Uh, I told Bronx last night. I went, Skip, you guys weren't present in a lot of situations tonight. Just weren't paying attention. Simple. I get that. That sounds like a um, – it is kind of a vague concept, but I get it. Like, sometimes your mind wonders and you're not com- – <laughs> What were we talking about? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not. Yeah. How many times have you been having a conversation with your wife, and she says, "Did you hear me?" And you're like, uh, uh, "Wait, what was that? What?" I think I. How heard many times you. have I done it with this show? Yeah. Exactly. All right. Break time. Uh, live in Arlington today. We'll be back. The T Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. Welcome back. Sorry, Dad. I uh, If I got you choked up there, I, w- I needed to hear the song once you mentioned it. So, welcome back. R.K. Blatt brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show and the tears in Georgia right now. Don't, 
been in business since 1952. Leading um, provider of office technology solutions. Hanging by a thread here, man. <laughs> Knock it off. Arcadeflight.com, 405-943-9800. Uh, you've got 40 minutes, and you can head over, watch some baseball, and take your mind off of it. Although, you'll Where am sit I going to sit? You, Where uh, am I going to work? Uh, you'll just There's... find yourself a little spot, although you'll There's... probably sit there and say, my son's working for a baseball team now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I got a message last night from Archie Bradley, who saw the picture of uh, Isotope's ballpark that I had posted on Instagram. Oh, right. So this is my son's office now, and he saw that picture. He... Played there for a while coming up, and uh, that sent me again. I was like, oh, Archie Bradley playing my son's own. <laughs> my son's working where Archie Bradley used to. I mean, I'm just like, it does not take much at all. <laughs> Trevor sent me a picture. Like, when I left, we had all the stuff put together and everything, but he hadn't hung anything on the walls. And he's So last night he sent me a, a picture. He started hanging family pictures on one of his walls oh, and i was man. like oh that's oh my god he's not gonna forget us he's removed oh. i can laugh now uh, it'll be one day that i'm the wreck it so. wasn't this bad when he went to college i i don't I, I but for some reason i don't know what's going on with me that you still saw him all the time though it wasn't as if you weren't going to yeah. see him for weeks at a time or whatever it may be and he's not off living life i mean i mean yeah. he is but he was right there i mean you were on campus just as much as him, so. Oh, yeah, goodness. more than you. Can Nipple Mike Chevrolet text As a baseball fan and moving here two years ago and finding out the Big 12 tournament was in Bricktown, I spent most of Memorial Day weekend watching games down there. Gorgeous uh, weather, beautiful park, and then best. I find out the next year it's moving to Arlington. It was a bummer. So here's an interesting thread if you want to uh, get yourself all lathered up about going to the SEC. There was a, a one of their reporters who put out I, – I mentioned this earlier in the show – about all the rain in Hoover yesterday, and the SEC has got to look to moving the tournament to a, f- a major league facility with a roof. And if you go through all the replies there – and he suggested Dallas – if you go through all the replies from SEC fans, it's hilarious. Like, uh, we're not moving our tournament to the backyard of some of the newcomers from the Big 12. We don't want, you know, this, that's not the SEC. And, oh, my God. This league we're about to get into, TJ. <laughs> I can't Just. wait. I can't wait. Oh, The boost conversation is probably better than Skip Bayless talking about LeBron. And his uh, fifty cent chain. So, the what conversation? Uh, the booth conversation. Oh, about yeah. your mark taking yeah, our yeah. booths. Yeah. Uh, Boy, your mark better hope I don't run into him today. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. Ooh, them fighting words. Yeah. No, I will give him a piece of my mind, TJ, making me share a booth with Kansas State. This goes back to our Radio Shack and Walkman talk. Ryan in Oklahoma says, I remember standing in line for concert tickets at Sight and Sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was uh, Linda. Linda Soundtrack. Uh, Linda Soundtrack, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, that reminds me, too. Uh, Boomer Sooner Baby and uh, another old guy called and said the uh, penguin shirt, the shirt you were thinking of is Munsingware. So, uh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that I name. I don't remember that name, either. I don't know if that's what we had, but uh, I remember I had... Uh, uh, a couple of those, like, 
button-ups, not button-ups, but you know what I'm talking about, uh, collared shirts when I was a kid mm-hmm. that were not quite crocodiles. Right. I can't remember exactly what they were. but uh, A Radio Shack still open in Perryton, Texas. Kendall really? says there's one still in Claremore also. Really? That's right. <laughs> How about that? Uh, OU Architect, I was voted most likely to wake up early and listen to Sports Talk Radio. Mission accomplished. That's from OU Architect. Thank you, Architect. Uh, Toby, last year at the Big 12 tournament, only the top four teams got to stay at the hotel next to You've already answered this. Uh, did they change that this year? So They did. Yes. So I did explain this in the first hour of the show, and I would highly recommend all of you listen to all three hours of the show every day. Please do not miss a minute. But in case you did, Last year, the Big 12 awarded the top four seeds by reserving them rooms at the Lowe's, which is basically attached to Globe Life Field. You can walk back and forth between them. Uh, after last year, they, they decided not to do that anymore. So every team was on their own, and Ryan Gaines, our tremendous director of operations, alertly booked OU rooms at the Lowe's for the next two years, as long as they're in the Big 12. So it looks to me like that it's OU, OSU, and Texas that are here. There may be other teams here, but those are the teams that have the uh, meeting rooms, at least where ours are. Uh, So, yeah, we're at the Lowe's again this year, despite being the seventh seed. So, beautiful for me. Just lug that big radio box right back and forth across the across the well it's like a 10-foot walk out the lows and into globe life that's so great uh, good morning guys my oldest two i bet kids. they don't do that in hoover i bet i bet i gotta stay at a ramada inn a mile oh, and a half away in a mile hoover. and a half probably like uh, the next town over yeah uh they booked their, we booked our hotels eight years in advance that's right i, I get no way i'm getting in the ramada inn that's, that's right all, all the auburn fans have booked it already <laughs> Good morning, guys. My oldest two kids asked to listen to the podcast yesterday show while we were running errands. Toby, when you started talking about the monster song, I lost it. I tried hiding my tears behind my sunglasses. <laughs> I took them to get some crumble cookie right after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I probably listened to that song 15 times on the drive yesterday. It's such a good song, man. It's and it's just it's heartbreak it's a, it's really about an elderly father who's passing away but the whole father son relationship just hits me right in the gut right now so great song james <laughs> blunt and then the the uh, the american idol guy obviously brought it, has brought it back to fame whatever his name is yeah i don't I know am his Tonga. name i am dongi yeah. something like that uh, sorry, Granite Sooner. He's calling me a jerk. He had to pull his truck over at a rest stop. <laughs> sorry. Why are you a jerk? Because <laughs> I played that turn, uh, t- oh, turn bike Troubadour song. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toby, question. Are yes. you ready? Skip. Uh, I think so. Absolutely, we're ready. Yeah. <laughs> this gave me a, com- a lot of confidence going into postseason. That would have been Skip's answer last year, too. I mean, that's just oh, Skip. Yeah. Um, like this one says, uh, love skips interviews. He just blunt. I mean, he just tells it like it is. Like, yeah. Pitch the ball, hit the ball. Guarantee this. Uh, one out of every three skip interviews, maybe not that many. We're gonna get around at some point to wood bats and eleven point seven scholarships, until that's changed. So, he's uh, 
and I'm with him on the scholarships. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know anything about the budget of Division One athletic programs, but I don't know, man. It just seems, and that's the same for softball. But it seems like I mean, your full rides for what is it, eighty-five football players and all the basketball players, and it seems like that is a low number to me for a thirty-man. 30-plus-man baseball team, right? I mean, okay, how many pitchers, 11.7 scholarships, how many of those scholarships are you dedicating to pitching? Well, six? I was going to say close to half, yeah. Okay, let's say it's six. How many pitchers does OU have? You would know that better of was looking at the roster every day than I do. I got it right here. I got it right here. I got it right here. OU has used this year one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, eighteen pitchers. Okay, so it doesn't work like this. Some of those guys are getting. I don't know. I don't know if any. I would doubt anybody's getting a full ride. But some of them are probably getting a half. Many of those, I'm sure, are walk-ons. But on average, that means a .33 scholarship per pitcher, right, on average. So, and then, okay, so everybody else is dividing up the other 5.7 or whatever. So, I mean, baseball players are doing this, and they're not traveling charter. They're not, you know, all that kind of – I'm not saying they got it rough, but that's why when I hear football players and basketball players whining about how bad they've got it in college, I can't help but snicker and say, hey, go talk to the baseball players about things, you know? Like, they're not on charter flights everywhere. They're they're getting, like, one-fifth of a scholarship, if anything at all. It does seem like we could do better in those two sports. I'm sure that there's probably tennis and track and all these guys that are saying, hey, what about us? I don't know their situations. I don't work with them. Maybe they're right. Maybe they should be better too and there's only so much money to go around but we've been on 11.7 for a long long time in baseball and it just it does seem like maybe we can we could do a little better than that right maybe no it's been that it's 15? been way overdue for a long time that you've got to have point what's the point seven deal like, I, I, where'd we get point i've seven never from? understood that and then you hear about the guys that i had a point three two five scholarship i'm like yeah, yeah congratulations on your books when, no. I mean, it's the extra layer of complication with baseball. When, when Brent Venables goes out and recruits a kid, he's offering him a scholarship. It's a it's a scholarship. There's no like how much of a scholarship. It's yeah, no, it's it's, it's the a whole scholarship deal. plus how much of uh, money, how much money you get. Yeah, it's the whole deal. <laughs> when when a baseball coach goes out to recruit a guy and they off, offer him a scholarship, like well, how much of a scholarship? Well, we can do point four two of a scholarship for you. You know, and maybe if a guy who we're thinks coming to campus gets drafted, we can bump that to point five one or whatever. I, you know, that's the conversation that baseball coaches have. So it's uh, it's rough. It's rough. There's definitely uh, you've made me realize my son has picked the wrong sport. So we have to. Well, I don't know if I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know direction. if it's rough. It's all Rob. Change directions. Yeah. Uh, if you can possibly try to become a better football player, that would be great. <laughs> uh, last one here says, it wasn't Western Day for TJ. It was Big Pimpin' Day. That was Uri Day. hey Exactly right. Please tell me 
when you were hawking stolen colas, you were doing it in a cowboy hat and belt buckle. Hey, party at the moon tower. Let's go, boys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We'll take a break. Back after this live in Arlington. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. How you feeling? It's going to happen today. 4 o'clock Central Standard Time today. What's going to happen? Are they going to be present? Yeah. If they're going to be present, then I think they're going to win and head on into the uh, winner side of things. You're feeling good? I'm actually feeling good. Oh, I like it when you're feeling good. I am I feeling like good. It. Why are you feeling good? Chris? I don't know. Uh, I've get had inside. A, get inside. Take shelter. I've had a good feeling about the Big 12 tournament, and I'm not saying they win it, but I'm saying I felt good that they were going to do what they needed to do to secure their spot. Mm. So... It sounds like Skip agrees with us. They need a win or two. They need a win or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, no, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty confident. Now, ask me at 4:30 after the first inning. That may be a little different. But is right now, I'm key? feeling confident. Is that the key? It's one of their keys. I mean, it is. They fall behind in a lot of games. They give up some early runs. Right. That, that first OSU game. You you mentioned it earlier, and you're exactly right. That first OSU game. Got in a jam, got in trouble, bases loaded, but then got a perfect pitch, got a tailor-made double play. Jackson Nicholas boots it. They put a run on the board, and from there he boots another one the second inning. They put more runs on, and it just kind of avalanches. Um, go take care of business in that first inning. Hopefully get a lead in the first or second inning in the early innings and and kind of roll the way you do. So, yeah, it's it, that first inning's key for them in a lot of situations, a lot of games this year. They have come back from – deficits early in the games like that but more times than not we've seen it kind of especially in what I would consider an opening series game which you kind of look at this this way even though you're going to be facing different teams that that's happened on them yeah hmm I think they need Atwood to get off to a good start obviously get in front somehow get an early run on the board, get in front, and give the ball in the middle innings to Carter Campbell. And they need Carter Campbell to be Texas Carter Campbell. And just, hey, do the rest. Just take us the rest of the way, Carter. Right. Five more innings. You can do that. We won't use you for a couple of days. Um, you know, maybe he can he can get you to the ninth or whatever, but I don't know. They're so explosive, OSU, and they're so hot right now. But I mean, we we saw that they can be uh, they can be quieted. I mean, Braden did it, so we'll see. It, it would be a huge pick me up if they could win today and get on the right side of the bracket. They would they would be really close to being in. If they could win today, they would be really close to having locked up a spot. Maybe they would have. And um, But I'm here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping they get down here and they get in this building 
and just kind of the the feeling of the place you know overtakes them the memories and everything and not that not that there's a ton of these guys that were here on last year's team but there's enough and that they kind of elevate their play down here you know what I mean and that happens like it does happen there are teams that just play well in in postseason tournaments there are teams that just play well in certain buildings West Virginia for whatever reason has always seemingly played really well at the Big 12 tournament wherever they hold it at so I'm hoping they get a little lift by that today Maybe uh, maybe even the Cowboys aren't all that fired up to play him again. Like, we beat these guys three out of four. You know, we don't need to sh- – whatever. I-, I doubt they have a letdown, but maybe they have a little bit of a letdown. We'll see. I don't know how to feel about it. Uh, I would love to see him come out and play well and, and get a win today, obviously, but but I don't know. I don't, I don't have an overwhelming sense of confidence that that's necessarily uh, going to happen. Well, I would. I, I'm eager to see what Binge looks like. Like I think that he has the capabilities of being dominant. He's also got the capabilities of walking a few guys and giving OU an early lead. So I think I know how he throws will will be very key too. Yeah, I mean I can understand. You don't know if they're going to pitch the ball, hit the ball, and be present. So how are you to know? Uh, well, okay. You were close. Throw strikes. Throw strikes. What was it? Was it work the? What was something? What was the at bats? It was uh, throw strikes. Compete. And compete. be present. Compete. That's what it was. That's right. Throw strikes. Compete and be present. <laughs> Hopefully they do those things. You can't argue with any of those. No, no, you can't. That's what was funny about it. It's simple. But it's just, that's just, that's right. That's exactly what you have to do. TJ, if they come out and don't throw strikes, are they winning? No. In fact, no. That what's happened, uh, it's what we talked about earlier. If, they, if there's early walks, they'll put themselves in a hole, and it'll it'll Early walks, roll late walks, medium walks, mm-hmm. any kind of walks. Knock off the walks, okay? No free passes. Make them hit the ball. If they come out and they don't compete, are they winning? No. No. no, they're not going if to. They don't, if they aren't present, are they winning? If they're not present, I don't know where they are, so they're obviously right. not there to win the game. Exactly. So it's 100% accurate, all of it is. And they got to score more runs than Oklahoma State. That's my added addendum to the keys to victory today. Uh, Chris Plank is probably stuck at a red light on Highway 9. He'll join us next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. I'll give you one more thing, Teach. Like, they got to get running. Chaos. Cause some chaos. They... They were. Uh, it was a complete non-factor last weekend, and credit Oklahoma State for that. They had such large leads that they took it away a bunch of times. But like they, yeah, they got to start getting. That's what they do. You know, they got to start getting on base and running and causing some havoc and doing that stuff. Uh, we welcome in now Chris Plank for the crossover. The crossover. The crossover. Good morning, Plank. How are you? I'm good, Toby. How are you, man? Good trip. Everything well. Good trip. 
long drive. We made it, and I am uh, I'm getting set to head over to the ballpark and see if I can find somewhere in this 1.8 million square foot facility to set up and do a little bit of work. Nice. Uh, while we're waiting for our game at 4 o'clock today. Since your mark stole my booth, maybe you can set what? up at one of those little tables right behind home plate. The little, the little table set up yes. at a little, field level. Yeah. Is he even yeah. there? Uh, I don't know. I'm just blaming it on him. Okay. Uh, the, the Big Twelve took over some of the uh, radio booths, so we got to bunk up this week instead of each of us getting our own booth. So I'm sharing with Kansas State, so I can't get into my booth until their game's over. Do you know where that wasn't a problem, T. Row? Oklahoma City. No, I know. That was the only good thing about having it down here in Arlington is that I got my own booth, and now now there is no good thing to it. Other than the fact that we always win down here, that's a good <laughs> that's thing. That's pretty good. That's a good sign. That's yeah. a good thing. So, anyway, I'm I'll sorry. find somewhere. I, surely, TJ, I can find – I would ask TJ where I could go, but he doesn't come down here, so he doesn't know. <laughs> I just um, told you where to go. <laughs> hey, I, uh, I don't know if you got my text last night about Coach Merv. I did. But- I uh, I ran into his daughter and his son-in-law, uh, Mike and Jan. Yeah. And I I figured the Sooner Nation and more specifically the Ref Army would love to know that not only is Coach Merv doing well, but he mows approximately two to three yards per day. Who's who's yards? Are, is he yeah. mowing? So uh, if if I understand correctly, and Mike, if I'm wrong, please uh, please text me and let me know. But they have some rental properties. And yeah. so with these mini rental properties, they, they do the upkeep on it. And I want to say uh, it's uh, – I think it's Mike's son who kind of helps him, you know, get, make sure everything is taken care of. And uh, Merv is a mowing part of his crew. And just that's that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing for fun, man. Spending time with his grandkid, walking still, and just out mowing. Working on a book, I guess, with Dennis Stats Kelly too. So. Yeah. It's a good time to be Coach Merv Johnson right now. How about that? Stat, Statman and the coach uh, has found a publisher, as I understand it. So uh, that'll be coming out soon, hopefully. So that's yeah. fantastic. Right? As long as Merv wants to be doing that, that's oh he fantastic. does. Yeah. <laughs> this assume. isn't like this isn't like Happy Kilmore. It's like yeah. Grandma, you will make those blankets. Pick them up. Pick them up. <laughs> go pick up Merv for mowing. <laughs> no. Hey. You Coach will go to sleep, best. or I will put you to sleep. Yeah, no, it, it was really cool. So, fun night last night, Toby. Um, whenever you're unavailable, I get an opportunity to do a few of these cool little things. So it was. Uh, oh, did you do that thing yes. last night? Yes, I How did. How did it go? It was awesome. It was awesome. I, I think. Uh, what can you say about it? I think, think I think we can say a little bit of everything. I was so happy with the way that it went. Is I think I accidentally like lifted up. Caitlin in celebration afterwards. So, oh uh, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, a celebratory lift, a, a celebratory lift. So I felt a little bit, uh, you know, uh, bad about that. So I'm very sorry, Caitlin. Did but you accomplish the mission? I feel like we did. Okay. I feel now. Obviously, there was no, uh, there was no altar call. Right. There was no. Uh, uh, we didn't pass the plate. We at didn't the end pass of it? the plate around at the end of it. But it, do you have a commission as a part of your agreement? You know what? I feel like I'm going to be calling like Matt Shapercutter after this show to see what uh, <laughs> that looks like. Nobody knows what we're talking. Well, about there was right now. so last night they had an evening with Coach Venables, and and he's and and Josie, and they spoke to a um, a, a group of of donors, and it was a really really cool night. I for not just 
my job with the Sooner Radio Network, but my job here in covering OU sports and beyond, I learn a lot about the challenges that are out there right now and what's what's the perceived or the hopeful next step and where we are. So it was it was a really awesome night. And you kind of uh, emceed or That's conducted right. the Q and A part of all that, which, to be honest, is really with with two great speakers like Josie and Brent Venables. It's just me oh. going, uh huh, yep. Any questions? Everyone have a great night. Thank you. It's a very easy job, so it was fun, T. Row. It was it was it was well, a lot of learning. That's good. Was it downtown? Is that right? I had never been there before. Where was it? The first, uh, it's the first, oh, son of a. The bank? Yes, yes. The old bank? Yes. Yeah. And They got restaurants in there now. They got a steakhouse downstairs. It apparently is incredible. They have. TJ, that's north of I-40. Yeah, he's never been Never heard of it. (laughs) But it was, for me, I hadn't been downtown probably in in a month or two. So still kind of cool to drive around and. I went a little bit of a different way home and all that area where there's now even more hotels yeah. uh, that have been blowing up. It's 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 got a cool little vibe to it. Okay, so. listen. Go ahead. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you – like my default setting, uh-huh. anytime anybody asks me to do something and I can't is – you should ask Plank. He would be great. <laughs> I'm fine with that default so if setting. You, if you ever it's the want best. me to tell to recommend somebody else because you're tired of me pushing business your way, no, you no, let me know. I I tell everyone free free stuff to do for for free. Right. If you ever want me to stop pushing free stuff on you, let me know. If Caitlin, if I get a text from Caitlin Montgomery or if Matt uh, reaches out to me uh, or or Zoo, my first response is, all right, so Toby's out. But I'm ready to go for you to me. So I love it, dude. I, I, I Actually, embrace it. That's not entirely what I do. I always say, you know, my two recommendations would be either Plank or TJ Perry. And they always go, <laughs> they always go uh, we'll call Plank. I don't blame them. <laughs> I'm kidding. I can see TJ. Hey, give me your money. Let's go. What are we doing here? I got a steak to eat. <laughs> Have a great call today, T-Row. Thank you, Chris Plank. Uh, Stick around, folks. Plank Show's coming up next. Thanks to Skip Johnson for joining us today. I'll be back today at 3.30 with pregame coverage for the Big 12 Baseball Tournament. Until then, have a great Wednesday, everybody.